Good morning, everybody, and happy Friday. Yes, I said happy Friday because I get excited about the weekend. I don't know about y'all, but I truthfully get happy on Thursdays. I'm just saying, um, but I'm just super excited. And I call Thursdays like Friday Eve. I gave them their own little name. But anyway, I am excited about this episode, though, and but I want to thank everybody for tuning in, first and foremost, um, for sharing the podcast, for commenting, from sending in reviews. I really do appreciate it, and I'm just forever so grateful and so thankful to God for the opportunity um, with this podcast about healing and wholeness, you know, and every week just... Um, talking about different topics and assisting through this healing and wholeness process um, for you all. So um, I just thank God for the opportunity and the time with you. And um, just, you know, um, it will be all the podcasts are available on Apple, Google and Spotify platforms. So I'm just excited about this um, this episode. We're on episode four, y'all. Time goes by so fast. So I'm just like, wow. Okay, just moving right along, you know, and I'm grateful. So uh, this episode is actually called Forgiving Them is for You. So what we're basically going to do um, is just unpack and talk about forgiveness. And, um, and I hope that you're ready but even if you're not, because you kind of feel in some kind of way right now, maybe a little nervous, maybe a little uneasy, but that's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to make you feel that way. So it's totally okay. And um, I am ready to have this discussion today. But first, you know, what we always do, we're going to go before the Lord in prayer and just give him thanks and honor for um, this time and what he's about to do. So, Father, once again, we want to just thank you for being good. We thank you for you are matchless and no one compares to you. Lord, we thank you for being Jehovah Rapha, our healer. And we thank you for that's exactly who you are to us. We, your Redeemer, your Almighty you're all powerful one. You're our savior. But today, Lord, I decrease so that you can increase, um, that your power and authority uh, rises up on this podcast, that your love and compassion is expressed through this talk about forgiveness. And Lord, that it opens the hearts, it opens the ears, and opens the minds of your people, oh God. And we come against any distractions and hindrances in Jesus' name. But we thank you that you're already here with us. We thank you. And we say that, Lord, do only what you can. As I allow my mouth to be your mouthpiece. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, people. So, I won't be with you long. But I just wanted to go ahead and share... So last week, um, the discussion we talked about was our image of God and gave some practical steps and really mainly revelatory information to shift how we see God, um, to see him for who he truly is and how this 
will have a tremendous Im tremendous impact, excuse me, on how we see ourselves. So, but first and foremost, um, let me just say that all week I plan to talk about the orphan spirit and conversion to sonship, but then Wednesday that all changed. You know how God does. We'll be studying one thing and then at the last minute when you start prepping and preparing even the more it just shifted me and said talk about forgiveness and the urgency of forgiving and when he said urgency of forgiving I was like whoa and so I know like I know you heard people say to each other I can never forgive you for what you've done to me or for what you did to me and a lot of times these type of statements that we make, we don't realize what harm we're doing to ourselves. So not even realizing in this instance that we're blocking our own blessings, we're blocking our healing, we're blocking God from moving in our lives. It puts us in a stagnant place. It puts us in a bitter place. It just puts us in a place that is not it's not good. It's not good. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about what forgive, what to, what for, what to forgive means. Excuse me. So the first definition I have is to stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for an offense or mistake. So no longer will you hold on to these things? So let's just break this down. So no longer hold on to release any feelings, ill feelings, any type of crazy feelings, any type of hatred, any type of bitterness, all of that, all those ill feelings in your heart for anyone who has hurt you regardless of what the illegal act was or how they crossed the line. The next definition we have for to forgive is to cancel a debt. So let's break that one down. So to wipe out or delete something that is owed or due. So that's what Jesus did. We've been forgiven of this debt, of this of sin. And welcomed. He's welcomed us into the, the kingdom. So we've been forgiven and we've been welcomed into God's kingdom. So my thoughts kind of went to the book of Colossians. So just say chapter 3, uh, verse 12 through 13 where it talks about like the character of the new man, the new creature and putting away the old man. So Paul was teaching a church about who they were in Christ and how to walk in it. So I was reading the New Living Translation and the scripture says, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Then it goes on to say, remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. I'm going to repeat that. 
Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. So let me just ask you, did that did that hit you in the gut like it just hit me? I just felt like a punch just come to my stomach. That was conviction. So it's letting us know that there's still some work that needs to be done in this area. I'm not exempt. And in no way, shape, form, or fashion am I exempt from that as well. And better yet, the word is working. Because we know it won't return to us void. So... If you felt that gut punch, that means that it's penetrating, it's working. It's working its way into your spirit, into your soul, to that buried pain. So basically, it's just a seed has been planted. So let's just go further so that seed can spread. So it can germinate. So we know there's forgiveness, but then there's unforgiveness. So the unforgiveness that we feel is like a disease. So it's like a sickness. Unforgiveness will make you sick. It can cause sickness. So the longer it sits inside of you, it destroys you. And it eats away at you until it consumes your joy and your peace. So let's just say... It consumes your joy and your peace. So you won't be happy. You probably won't engage in any conversation or your sense of humor is gone. You're you're not one to be around anybody. You want to be isolated a lot of times and just not your usual self because it's eating away at you it's taking away it's taking away those things that God has imparted or wants to impart some some it may take it away because the peace and the joy has left or some never had that peace and that joy so they don't know what it feels like to have it because this is this unforgiveness has placed this disease in your body, in your system. And it's like it's flowing through your bloodstreams. So it's poison to you. But one thing I want to say is this. You know, a lot of times we have to give people room better yet give them grace so yeah there's that word again and even in uh, one of my uh, mentorship and accessory mentorship classes on Monday it's like that word grace I really just wanted to study it even a little bit more just to just for myself so that um I can be less judgmental <clears throat> excuse me when it comes to people and what they're going through in their life um, be even more humbling and allowing the spirit of humility to kind of just do what it needs to do in me and through me so giving someone else grace for that mistake 
that led to hurting you? Can you give somebody grace? Can you forgive the one that really hurt you? I know it's, you know, just the saying that I'm about to say is kind of, it's like it's really uh, cliche, y'all. Um, but hurt people, they really do hurt people. And a lot of times people are hurting themselves, taking it out on others. Or even some are taking revenge into their own hands and not letting God do what he does. Us as believers, we know the word, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. But we ignore that word. We don't let him take control and handle that situation. We want to see the other party hurt. We want to see them pay for what they've done to us. And sometimes we even gloat or find pleasure watching them in that pain and that punishment from what they did to us. All because they hurt us. That's not godly. That's not how God wants us to act. Give him, relinquish that over to him. Let him handle that person in that situation. And you don't even have to be around to see what he, how he handles it or what he takes them through. I stay away from people when I see them laughing when people are going through some painful situations. So I got a couple examples here to kind of talk about, talk about forgiveness and different times where um, Jesus himself forgave many. Okay. So I thought about Sarah. She definitely resented and was jealous of Hagar, you know, after giving her to Abraham to conceive a child. So, but Sarah, think about it. She ordered Abraham to kick out Hagar and Ishmael because she didn't want Ishmael to receive the inheritance and let alone she was bitter and angry. Can you imagine what she was harboring inside her heart towards Hagar? Even though she initiated the whole thing, but once that baby was born, she got jealous because she was barren. She could not conceive herself. So it was almost like, uh-oh, what did I do? That was a decision that she made that opened the door. That open door, she created it. So that's an example of jealousy and resentment. And then there's Peter. Peter who denied Jesus three times. And this is just to talk about Jesus right here. So Jesus took care of Peter. You know, he re rehabilitated him and assured him he was forgiven assured him he was forgiven after all Peter did denying him three times Jesus turned around rehabilitated him helped him get better and assured him he was forgiven so I can just see Peter right now not even believing because it says here he assured him he was forgiven. So he had to, Jesus had to put extra emphasis on, I could just, you know, this is just to know how, how it's being, 
how I vision it and how I hear it. Jesus saying, man, I told you, you're forgiven. But because of how much hurt and pain um, Peter caused, the deception and all of that, um, he couldn't believe that Jesus forgave him. And at the same time, he felt bad. So next we got in the book of Matthew, um, where Peter asked how many times shall I forgive my brother when he sins against me? And Jesus told him not seven times, but 77 times. Not seven times, but 77 times, y'all. So that means no matter how many times they hurt you, forgive them. No matter how many times they cuss you out, forgive. Ooh, no matter how many times they cheat on you, forgive. But it said forgive, but it didn't say reconnect. I just want to throw that out there. Forgive, but it didn't say reconnect. Okay? Know what boundaries to set. Next, we're going to move on to the next example I have here when Jesus forgave the woman caught in adultery. He told her to go and sin no more. Go and sin no more. No matter how many times you committed adultery, I've forgiven you. Go and sin no more. Go ahead, but don't you do it no more. That's it. You can't do it no more. And just think about how many times Jesus prayed for people who hurt him intentionally. Intentionally hurt him. And then there's um, King David who forgave Saul who wanted to kill him. Knowing somebody wanted to kill you. Knowing that somebody wanted to end your life. But you still forgave them. Then there's the last one I have here. is Joseph. And how his brothers were so very jealous of him. And sold him into slavery. And Joseph forgave them. He forgave them. They sold him into slavery. All because they were jealous of him. The dreamer that he was and how much favor he had with his dad, with their dad, with their father. So to sum it up. To forgive is not about the other party. It's about you. It's about your healing process, your relationship with God. A lot of times we're walking around with unforgiveness in our hearts. And a lot of times the other person doesn't even care, doesn't even know, and has moved on with their lives. Forgiveness doesn't require the other party to be in attendance or to participate. It frees you from the prison doors of bondage. 
and it relieves from the burden of being a victim. It makes a declaration that people will no longer have power over your life and can no longer contaminate your future by keeping you trapped in your past pain. So that's all that I have for today. Um, And let's go ahead and let's pray this out and close out. So Father, we thank you for this time you've given us to understand the importance of forgiving and forgiving those who have hurt us and the urgency during these times we're in not to hold grudges and bitterness in our hearts, but to release, to release that pain and release those people. So I come against every yoke of bondage that tries to grip your people and keep them bound. I decree and declare that it be loose right now in Jesus name. We thank you for freedom, hallelujah. For where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And we come against any backlash or retaliation from the enemy with replays of past hurt and word curses. We send them back to hell from which they come from. And we thank you, Father, for the blood of Jesus that covers each person listening to this podcast. Cover their families, their homes, their ministries, their jobs, their cars. Cover them wherever they may go. Father, thank you for imparting the peace that surpasses all understanding and your joy, O Lord, which is their strength. Thank you for renewed minds and a clean heart. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So I just want to thank everybody for joining me. So next week will be uh, episode five. So I can't wait to share more with you. Uh, you never know what the next next episode may be about. Maybe my testimony. Who knows? So tune in next week to see what's on the agenda. Let's talk soon. Have a great one. Bye-bye.